And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. He's an actor and composer who's broken into and is recording tonight from the Malibu estate of Australian filmmaker Peter Weir. It's Michael Cassidy. And he's a writer, comedian, musician, and board certified silly billy. It's Paul Rust. Tone Zone is here to say goodbye to hot girl summer and hello to awkward boy autumn. I'm her husband Daniel saying hop on board love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little boo-boo-loo-boos. That particular carbohydrate... Oh, I've already messed up, but we're going to keep this because it's so good. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, my little boo-boo-loo-boos. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. That particular fun-to-say carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Rafael Castaneda. Now, boo-boo-loo-boos. What are they, you're thinking? Uh, unless you know, I looked it up. It is a Mexican dessert. It's chocolate with marshmallow and strawberry in it. It's like mar- a layer of strawberry stuff, jam, probably a layer of marshmallow, and then enrobed in chocolate. I say yes. Uh, and um, and I say you're going to enjoy this show because I'm very, very excited for the group of people who are here. Real fast. Let me to explain. Uh, I'm on Patreon. Bonus episodes of Patreon. the Friend Zone. Zoom parties. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. Access to this video of what we're recording right now. Uh, and I feel like I left something major out. Huh. Oh, yeah. And you can submit carbohydrates and I'll call you them. Look, you guys, this one, I can feel it already. It's loose. It's coming apart at the seams. I think people like that. <laughs> Allow me to say hello to these guests. Paul Rust, hello and welcome. Oh, hello, and thank you for the welcome. It's so good to be back, Allison. Uh, just always a joy. I am so excited, and we haven't even, I mean, we have started, but it doesn't seem like it. Hello, Michael Cassidy. Oh, hello. Hi, Allison. Hi, Hi. guys. Great to be back. I like the recording standing up because it allows you, like, maximum gesturing. Yes, <laughs> that's why. I have to be able to gesticulate. Optimally. Uh, uh, now, I hope I hope Mike yes. uh, like takes off the mic and sort of like Henry Rollins style will like wrap the cord around like his arm and the his elbow. Do you remember? Yeah, when yeah. Henry Rollins would do yeah. that. It looked so cool. Okay. Uh, well, so you don't have keep to do that in mind for later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so cool, and it's also like you yourself are getting ready to go into storage with the cord. Yeah, yeah. It's like part of your body. Yes. Let me um, about my heart and arteries here. So Daniel mentioned that you had broken into someone's house to record because we used to always give you good-natured shit about the angle, which made it look like a surveillance camera. Are you in a different yeah. room or just new angle? Uh, no, Peter Weir's house. I did break into Peter Weir's house. <laughs> uh, and I thought in honor of um, the Truman Show that I would take a different angle on the whole thing <laughs> and capture it in a way that more felt like, uh, uh, Oh, I'm just zooming now. I'm not sneaking into somebody's house. 
Yeah. I like I it. I mean, I am sneaking into another major film director's house. But well, that, that's, your, that's your thing. And also that's your circle. <laughs> it's my thing. Yeah, that's my circle. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, Daniel. Oh, thank you. Oh. How's it hello. going in the house? Because there's been so much yelling and so many meltdowns mm. and our four-year-old's new thing is, you don't even know me. <laughs> I don't know where you got that. <laughs> yeah, he's very dramatic. He's very he's very into being the bad guy these days. Yeah, uh, lots of villains. Uh, always, you know, up to up to dastardly deeds. He has his teachers told me about his evil guy laugh, which is like, yes, I am very well aware. And it sounds like that. I think we might have talked. We might have talked about it on the Monday show this week. But it sounds like this. <laughs> and then the t- I was going to say the little even one. louder than that. Yeah, and then the two year old does it, and he goes like, ah, 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 ah. It's it's very cute. That's but we need good. To get, we need to get him a little mustache he can twirl. Yes. Uh, I think they might be getting ready for a bath. Okay. Um, but don't be surprised if there's some barging in happening because they are really uh on one this afternoon, as they say. Yeah. Well, it's, Owen, this, it's like he's back to school, right? And this time of year too, it's starting to be uh, witchy times out there. The, the vibes, autumn vibes. Yeah, changes mentalities of kids. Love it. And my, it's interesting. Mike and I were once asked to be uh, they might be giants uh, cover band at a spa, and they were going to call us. They might be getting baths. <laughs> That was the name that we were forced, we were going to be forced to have, and we said, no way. Because there's no music you want to hear at a spa more than <laughs> They Might Be Giants. The, the relaxing, soothing sounds of They Might Be Giants. So, so you turned it down because you have integrity and standards and image to uphold. Question for both of you, do you ever find yourself looking back and thinking, oh, I wish we had taken that gig? Oh, there I the last thing I think about before I fall asleep is usually <laughs> you messed up, Russ. <laughs> and what about you, Michael? I think we did the right thing. Um I think I think you got to just it's 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 all behind you those things. That was the right decision. We had it had to be. It got me here. It was yeah. just important. We didn't want to. We said, "Just call us, don't stop, or we'll die." We'll play spa-based. They might be giants covers. We have, you know, we don't have the integrity. Yeah. For, I, I pitched to that. them like maybe we could do a ska Ooh. version, a ska spa. There's never yeah. a bad time to rock and roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. And what, if you had been a ska-based, they might be giants spa, a ska spa. Yes. Oh my God! Imagine horns at a spa. <laughs> Imagine thinking you're going to a spa, but you actually end up at a ska. Yes. <laughs> is that like a ska? A ska I said I wanted like to rave. go to a health spa. I'm going not to a ska. ska. This evening. <laughs> oh, is that ska water? You could say that. <laughs> and I don't know what it would sweat. be. It would, yeah, no, yeah, it would be sweat and water served out of like the bell of a trombone. It's like whiskey scented sweat. Yes, <laughs> Tony Thaxton, welcome to the show. Now, as I mentioned Hi. two episodes ago, there is now a guy, 
and I like that he's doing this, who keeps track of the exact time code that I introduce you in the show. And he mentions it in my Instagram comments, Allison. Yeah. At Allison Rosen. And I think that this is like the best time thus far. We're not even at 10 minutes yet. Yeah, you, you made it single digits this time. Woo-hoo. Proud of you. You know, I still, you. I still think there's room for improvement, but you know, I'm not running the show here. Classic just- tea facts. I like it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, a compliment with a bit of reality tossed in. That's right. I got to uh, keep you in, in check. Keeps me humble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in check. Uh, Tony, welcome back. You were just Hi, out Tony. in the in Hi. in the world playing yeah. a show. How to, or shows? Show or shows? Uh just one show this time. How'd it go? I have- I have a couple this coming week. Uh, it was really fun. It was nice to get back out there. You know, I'd, I'd done a couple of shows here in town with, with these boys, the, uh, Don't Stop or We'll Die. And, um, oh. but then, uh, yeah, this was oh. the first, this, <laughs> this, was, yeah. this was a, uh, Motion City soundtrack show, which is, uh, Woo. uh a lot more, uh, just uh, exhausting just cause it's an hour and a half of very high energy playing wow. and, uh, I was pretty much sore the second I got off the stage and uh <laughs> was just beat and I'm still I'm still kind of recovering even though the show was on Friday. My body actually feels I'm not as sore as I thought I was going to be at this point, but uh I just feel like physically exhausted like I I I wasn't gone that long and it feels like I'm just like out of my mind recovering. But uh but I had a good time. It was nice to uh travel again a little bit you know the airport can be very annoying as we all know but uh you know that was my first time mm-hmm. since february 2020 it was my first time flying since the last motion city soundtrack show i played um so yeah did you meet the pilot good. or not yeah he let me fly a little bit did, yeah, did you very good. yeah did you sit on his lap or or did he get up it started that way while he was like teaching me the ropes. But then, yeah. Uh, after like two minutes, he was like, "I think you got it." He came up behind. You were holding a bowling ball, and he came in the cockpit. He came up behind you and showed you how to bowl for a strike. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Did, if, if, if you've ever. And seen Tony just did it through, uh, <laughs> I guess, is like uh, through by just by asking and through charisma. But there is like a easy way to eventually be able to fly a plane while you're on the flight. If you just ask like the lowest flight attendant, "Hey, can I help like you?" Shortest, the the <laughs> lowest, the lowest on the totem pole, but the shortest oh, too. Okay, if you can, if lowest you can, out, if it can be not bold. altitude. Okay, <laughs> right. If it were, I would get on my hands and feet and crawl down the aisle, and then whichever one I lock eyes with, that's the one to ask. <laughs> that's the that's, one. That's the one to ask too. I don't know who it is, but when I see them. I'll know. Because that's the lowest one. <laughs> yeah. Certainly well, true. The lowest, yes. So wait, what, how do you do it, Paul? So <laughs> you ask you ask a flight attendant, like, hey, can I help you? You look a little overworked. Can I help you hand out the peanuts or, or help pour some of the water or the coffee? And they'll go, yes, thank you, thank you. And you go, you know what? You just take a take a breather. Take a five. I'll, I'll handle this. And they go, okay. And then you say to the next flight attendant, well, hey, if I could do this job, I could probably do your job. And you just work your way up to, to the top flight attendant who can get into the uh, – into the uh, Cockpit? Uh, what's that? Or the cockpit. And you just go in and you go, hey, I'm the top 
uh, a flight attendant now. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet I could also just fly this plane. And the pilot goes, "I, you're probably right. You've been around planes a bunch." I, I read a book written by a really a, a pilot uh, recently, and they have a whole chapter about this where time and time again, they'll hear a tap 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 on the cockpit door. They open it, and somebody comes in, and they say, "I'm the top uh, airline steward now." So I should be able to fly the plane, and their hands are tied. You got they have you, to, and then they're like, "Here you go," and then the plane lands safely, and everybody's fine. And that's how pilots are created, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah, well, especially after nine <laughs> eleven, it's been really it's been based on that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because they have such the FAA is so strict <laughs> at this point. But when you said like you just say I'm the top flight attendant, and they have to, it's like the flight equivalent of someone yelling Marco. Like, imagine yeah. if no one yelled yeah. polo. It's like the other shoe. Like, they have to. They get fined if they don't. Yeah. Also, if you put your fingers in a circle while you're walking in and the pilot looks at the circle, <laughs> then he has to let you fly the plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either punch him or he lets you fly the plane. And they'll always take let you fly the plane. Yeah. Because they hate if being you punched. Tough. Yeah. But, yeah. And, this and if is you like, can kick them in the nuts before they can stop you, they owe you a cook. <laughs> oh yeah if you say and also if you say the same thing as them <laughs> then you have to go what are the advisors that mean nine ten jinx and if but they have to what, say your name before in- you finish or else they can't talk yeah. until someone sells their name or something yeah if you're like yeah we got the right side of the plane there's a grand canyon and then you go up <laughs> <laughs> knock on the thing and said i said it at the same time as yeah. and then the the mission control no not that space but air traffic control <laughs> Is like, hey, come in, um, making sure that you got the right runway, and they can't say anything because of the jinx. Nope. That's right. Yep. And we're Sorry. not helping them. We're not helping them. We're little stinkers. <laughs> There's been a lot of casualties because of that, which is sad. <laughs> yeah. um, and this might be in that chapter that you just read, Michael, but mm-hmm. I was thinking about, okay, so you got to work your way up. You got to keep telling the various higher level flight attendants to take a breather because you're going to do their job. So what would be the minimum length flight to pull this off? Because if you're just going like, if you're going like Orange County to Ontario, I don't even know if there is an Orange County to Ontario flight. But or It like depends. I feel Vegas. like that's a real pro move. If you can do it in one of those little pond hopper plans, yeah. I think that's like, you You are like, that's those are the mavericks of the, of the game that are Hell able to yeah. do it. <laughs> right but i think you know for a novice i mean i'd try let's try uh transcontinental just to warm you up give you oh wow 10 hours right. to yeah. get your confidence up you know at each little phase <laughs> and there's more um there's more room to prove yourself because you're delivering meals and snacks and you can win people over and move up the ranks a little faster well, I mean, and that'd be the- my advice to the novice and that's the dirty little secret about all of this is the, the work is better when this is happening because the person doing it is giving it that 110% because they don't want to goof up and be caught. Yeah. And I've heard some passengers go, I like it when somebody's trying to work up the hierarchy of the uh, stewardess. They all know. Stewards. Yeah. yeah. The flight <laughs> yeah it, wait, hey, it's capitalism at work because it's that yep. competition. And it's yep. that you're a self... <laughs> 
<laughs> Daniel. Oh, some of the best, some of the best landed planes I ever had was somebody who worked their way to the top through <laughs> best the landing. Attendant to be able to land the plane. <laughs> That's right. The, be- when, when, the best landing planes. That's so good. When I clap at the end when we land, <laughs> when we don't hit a mountain, I can guarantee you nine tenths of the time it was a self starter who <laughs> landed that plane. Yeah, who started. At the bottom, the mailroom, the ropes. Yeah, they yep. started yep. the mailroom with At- the peanuts. <laughs> um, and Tony, you got to do it, and you didn't even have to work your way up. It was nepotism. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I showed him my uh, blue check marks on social media, and they're like, "Oh, come right in, Mister Thaxton." <laughs> they were like, "Oh my God, weren't you in Forbes?" <laughs> exactly but now that i i, I want to try these new techniques i'm flying to chicago this week so i'm gonna try some of these other techniques well, yeah aren't you just... turning around and doing another one of these like right now yeah are you, gonna, are you gonna how's your recovery cycle gonna time up here oh it's it's uh <laughs> right as i'm feeling okay is when i'm gonna leave and then i have to play two shows in one night with that are within like five hours of each other will the songs all be a little slower because you're sore <laughs> if if possible, that would be nice. But uh, Tony, have you ever said to the band, "Look, I know we're Motion City soundtrack. I know we got to do the cities, and as a band, we got to cover the soundtrack. But can we cut down on the motion of it all?" <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note of that. I'm gonna use that this week. Yep. Yeah, use. <laughs> so you know, a a <laughs> two um two shows within five hours of each other, like a daytime show and a nighttime show yeah we are playing the riot fest in chicago so our set is at like 6 p.m or something like that at the festival and then we are doing an after party show at a club uh and we go on at like 11 or something there Damn. oh that's great for you guys because that's like the average length of your band's uh, refractory period right <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> I didn't mean anything uh, unseemly. Totally. I just... <laughs> Is there a non-sexual... That's not what I meant. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant Isn't like, you guys about... after the show, jack off. Or Is, there a... Is there a non-sexual refractory period? Ooh. Tell I me. don't know, but... Talk to my ex-husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was in the voice of Maxine from the Hallmark uh, cards. <laughs> Wait, is remember? Maxine like the Hallmark version of Kathy? <laughs> Maxine was, you'll you'll know her when you see oh, her. She's, she's like a character actor. Yeah. Yes. You, you, once you see her, you'll remember her. <laughs> I think I know. She has the big white frizzy hair. Yes. And glasses and she's sardonic to say the least yes i do know who that is so listen i have a question for you paul rust so i had this woman not um so a week ago monday i had this woman emily oster on my show she's great she's written these um parenting books she's in a she's a professor at brown and she is an economist and she looks at data and sort of gives people frameworks to make parenting decisions and she's written a lot about uh covid and risk assessment. That's all backstory. Me, that's all. Oh, that's me. actually to be to be fully honest. That's just me saying. Everyone, please go listen to that episode with Emily Oster because it was great. That's cool. Yeah. But after she was on the show, unrelated to the show, she posted pictures of herself in an ambulance headed to the hospital. She's <sighs> fine. She's fine. But she said that uh, a French press fell, and she tried to catch it. 
and cut her hand and had to get stitches. And I was like, how I didn't I do not understand how trying to catch a falling glass object makes it cuts your hands because in my mind hasn't broken yet but i remember when you first came to do my show your hands were all wrapped up because you had tried to catch a falling glass bowl how does this happen gosh wow oh uh, well when you the how does this happen i how, how does that it, was what i was th- it hurt you is what i'm trying to figure out oh well what happened for me because mine was uh even dumber because my the bowl came down cracked in two uh, and then i tried to grab both pieces as if I was going to like be able to glue them. To, it'd be better to grab two pieces and glue them together rather than have them smash on the ground and I have to spend the work sweeping it up. Or Got something. it. Got um, it. Or spend all that work gluing it together, you know, which I would also <laughs> probably yes. do, I guess, in this situation. Uh, but so when I grabbed two separate broken pieces of bowl, it sliced each like pinky. Uh, um, but uh, the how of it, like the true how, I was already kind of thinking about that when you were uh, talking about the, um, uh, like, controversial point of view here. I'm not saying it's the case of the French press. More, it happens to me when I get and have accidents and stuff. Mm-hmm. I do ha- take a moment back and I go, what is going on with me psychologically that I... Hey, nobody ever thinks, I want to slice up my fingers with a bowl, but why was my mind not fully 100%? Be careful around sharp things. Yeah. Don't don't grab that. And is it because I maybe trying to save it quickly? But also maybe, I don't know, I had a, 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 a big meeting later that day. And now I can go, oh, I don't have to go to the meeting because I saw, you know, I think there's a, a possibility of that sometimes. Interesting. Really? Especially yeah. when the accident isn't caused by somebody. Like when I almost rear end somebody <clears throat> in a uh, in traffic, I go, hey, what's going on, dude? <laughs> Why are you not like on the top of the ball of like making sure you don't die? Like not saying because I want to die. I just <laughs> mean like. Sometimes you're more, your main mind is set on self-preservation more than other times, I think. Yeah, well, was, was that day that you, you cut your hand, the day you had that meeting with that big glass bowl company? <laughs> oh my God, yes. You I had that big was meeting have to tell the story. where you had to pitch your, your campaign to selling these unbreakable glass bowls. Yeah, the slogan was, those bowls don't break. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on break. They do a lot of things, but they don't break. <laughs> never. Good thing I didn't say those bowls never break. I was almost had that for the slogan, but changed it. So I bet that's what happened with the French press, too. I bet it broke and she was trying to catch the pieces. Isn't it also super hot? That's a problem. I'm never. imagining... I'm imagining that it didn't have coffee in it. I don't know. I don't know the details. Oh, but yeah, because what if it? she caught it and it was whole, but then it broke in her hands. Like, she's like, smashes it in her hand. Like, <laughs> like, ah! And then, like, breaks the French... Gla- I, I'd say that's impossible. I think that would be like... She'd have to be like Hulk. I think yes. that's what happens. I think the glass on a French press is pretty thin, generally, though. They're, those aren't really? Super- you saying you could crush one? 
Yeah. You want to see? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, look, he's got one already. But he crunched it. But t- he crunched it. <laughs> to your point, Paul, my um therapist when I lived in New York, I have to divide them by location. Um <laughs> that was her way of thinking. And it was it, I think she often felt like what's the you know, why am I not in my body? Like why am I accident prone, etc. I tend to think, well, I'm very accident prone, so I don't read that much into it. But I, I do hear what you're saying. I'm accident prone too, so yeah, I like, uh, I try to get my mind around it. Yeah, I'm just often distracted. Like I things slip out of my hands a lot. I don't, I don't do a lot with glass though. Like even if I saw your compelling commercial, these bowls don't break, <laughs> with you with your hands all bandaged. These bowls don't break. <laughs> and then what if they had to use like CGI to cover up the bandages? So my hands are like just a little bit bigger than my body. Yeah, yes. they kind of like, and like when you move them, they don't, like the middles of your hands kind of like you, move around or wrong. Glitch. Yeah. They didn't erase it. They just painted over it. So it's as big as the bandage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like big paws. And I think they were low on the budget, so they used the hands of the general from the general insurance. <laughs> yeah, they used Shaq's hands from the general commercials. <laughs> and then something else I was thinking about. I was remembering my mom's travel coffee cup from when she used to take me to school. And commuter cups have come a long way because what we think of as a commuter cup like the thermosy, like a Yeti or the therm or a brewmate or the thermosy thing with the lid. I don't know that they had those then. What my mom had, and I'm curious if anyone else's mom was it one of those wide base ones? Yes, it's like it like a it it looked like like if it were in 2D, it looked like an oval on top. No, a I can't do shapes. It looks like one of those chemistry on yes things with the the sort of a flask. Uh, yeah, on top of like a trapezoid. Flask? On, on top of like a um yes. a, a, almost like a wine glass how it will kind of come a stem will, or like a, stem like a sherry tiny. glass it's like a martini glass upside down mm-hmm. it's I like it's, there's something oh, called an okay. Erwinmeyer flask that i think is something like this and i'm Look not a scientist you. but i think that might be it and i learned that from no I, I think you're right I believe is okay. it an Erlenmeyer? I remember hearing the term Erlenmeyer, Bunsen, Pipette, all these things. But uh, I don't all remember. the hots, all the greats, <laughs> all all the hotties of the age. Um, <laughs> the uh, I I have become someone who takes just a glass in my car. Oh my god! Uh, and I will say that this is in no small part influenced. Oh, I hope you don't mind that I reveal that sometimes you have coffee mugs in your car, and I. And I love that. And you were the first friend that I had that was like, oh, you just take your coffee mug and you drink it. And then As, since then, I've met, I, I've learned to several people just do this. You just take the glass and you drink it in the car. And now I started doing that with iced coffee. I love it. I'm just drinking from my glass. I like it. I knew the, the spotlight was going to get shined on uh, on this <laughs> when, when the when you started bringing up traveling cup, Allison. I was like, ooh, I'm going to have to answer for. And it's funny that you bring up the mother uh, of it all because yeah um you know that old 80s drug ad where it was like what where'd you pick up this dope and uh coke and it was like i learned it from watching you dad <laughs> yes i do remember that i thought you were the podcast and go get some cocaine i thought that's wendy molyneux you're a great north boss um oh yeah i thought you were gonna say this is your brain this is your brain on drugs 
because that's the Ooh. main one I think of. But yes, I learned it from watching you, Dad. I remember that very well. Yeah, but the uh, 80s was – they there was no shortage of PSAs. Oh, my God. No one for anti-drug on. ones. And now no one uses drugs. So congrats. It works. Yeah, it, it works. works. Congrats to them. Yes. So, wait. Did you learn it from watching your mom? Uh, I learned – yeah, my mom would put her mug of coffee in the car and it would invariably uh, get spilled – Mm. Inevitably, invariably, inevitably, I think. Indubitably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, she put, uh, I don't put milk in my coffee, but uh, this sounds so like, talk about therapy. Mother would put milk in her coffee. <laughs> uh, but uh, it spilled a little, it would spill and it would kind of have a milky smell in the car. Whereas oh. If coffee is spilled, black coffee is just. It's fine. It smells great. <laughs> so you saw your mom drink her maternal milky coffee. Wait a minute. And spill it. <laughs> not, her, not her own milk. Or maybe that is what he was saying. Maternal milk into her coffee. Well, no, but the whole thing is maternal. Because she wow. is his mom. Okay, fine. Jesus. Look, some anyway. So you saw your I, I brought it up. You're right. You're right. You saw your your nurturing mother. Drinking her milky coffee in the car and she'd spill it and then everything would smell. And you're like, that's a great system. I'm going to carry that into my adult life. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? I've tried other things. I've gotten uh, uh, like thermoses and stuff. And this is gets into real candy ass territory. So I'm sorry about this. This show. Lo- I love that. The texture. Yes. Of the thing on your lips and mouth is never good. I I think that's what. That's what I was thinking, but I forgot that this is what I was thinking earlier. Yeah. Oh, I love little pieces of metal on my teeth and on my lips when I'm drinking hot yeah, coffee. While I'm like, driving a big metal thing, I get metal on my tooth. I, if they can build a thermos that's made out of the porcelain or whatever yes. that mugs are made out of, they, that would be perfect. Well, like they make those. That, yeah, but they that's probably what these, do. <laughs> yeah. That's what these Erlenmeyer no-spill, but they did spill porcelain mugs that like flanged out at the bottom. Those didn't work. I know, ah. I know, but they but they felt good on your lips and teeth. They, first of I, all, this was back I, in the day when they didn't have cup holders in cars. I know, so my I mom know, would just set it on the dash. They'd put it on the dash. Well, even ah. if they did, they wouldn't be able to hold that thing. There's no, no cup holder for that. And it's also like, isn't it like, I, I, the ones that I'm picturing are like, whatever, spun, like clay or something. Yes. Uh, these things. Uh, so ceramic. it wouldn't, it wouldn't, ceramic, thank you. <laughs> Uh, you know, spun, what did I call them? Spun porcelain. ceramic. Spun yeah. ceramic. <laughs> but <lightweight>. like, <laughs> what if what, uh, what the the whole the whole calculus of it is comfort of drinking um, versus temperature uh, preserved, right? Yeah. Like, if you take the mug, or in my case, what I like my version of it, Paul, I just like a I like glass to drink iced coffee from a glass. I really like drinking it from a glass. Even the plastic yeah. thing bothers me. I hear you. Man. And like, but after whatever, <laughs> 20 or 30 minutes in the car, the temperature's done. So we got to find this happy medium. So you're right that somebody's built all of this <laughs> 10 years ago, probably. But Hey, I think, I think if we track down, uh, 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 Patricia Arquette, we could find a happy medium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. So, yes, I agree. 
I cannot find a commuter mug because I took my my coffee in a, a commuter mug this morning, a tall one, and then I came home and I poured it instantly into a coffee mug because I'm like I can't wait to not be drinking out of this thing. It is ruining the experience well, for me. I'll, I'll, totally. I can't get I can't get with it. Also, the main problem with these is always that the mouth the the hole's too small, and so it's just like a trickle of coffee. Yeah. And it's they just a- need to have be able to. Oh, I guess I see them where they make the hardened versions of the Starbucks cup, yeah, the adult sippy cup, because that can be good in terms of like lid and hole, lid yep. work and hole action, mm. <laughs> <laughs> hole action. Um, Mike, call. I can't decide if I call you Mike or Michael. What do I call you? I mean, you can vacillate. That's fine with me. It can evolve over time. All right. you, said Mike, you said Mike first. Yeah, I've known him for right. years, and I, I, I still have the same struggle after years, so I understand. I mean, I don't know how to make this easier for you guys. I'm happy with either. Is it my indecisiveness that's the problem? Say Michael. No, I would just Call say me it's, Michael. it's the split we all feel, which is like, hmm. Oh, is he, this like a- he's, he's a buddy of, uh, uh, in my heart like a buddy, so I want to call him Mike. But I have reverence for him, so I got to call him Michael. Yeah. Uh, now that's not the case. I mean, not that that is the case for me, but it's not the case. I I easily call Mike, Michael, Mike, and it threw me off when I re- moved to L.A. and all these people calling him Michael's running around. I have these friends, Mike and Rob, who they were. Mike oh, Michael and, and Robert. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Those <laughs> you know that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Michael and Robert. Something else. <laughs> When I met them, they were Mike and Rob, but now they are Michael and Robert, but not to me. I can't do it. Especially Robert, Bob to Robert. That's a big jump. No, it was Rob, though. Rob to Robert. It is is a big big jump. jump. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the time for the Cull and the Bert. Yeah, why not go Rob to Bert? (laughs) Oh, I think he tried to be Bert for a little while, but get this. Oh, there was a little failed chapter there. That's sad. Get this. And this is the content people come for. They come for our <laughs> coffee commuter mug talk and name chat. Um, I call <laughs> Daniel Daniel, but so I, but I think, but the people who knew him when he was younger, he was Dano, Dan, and Whoa. maybe Dan. Family would call me Dano. Friends would call me. Dan. right. So I am sitting here calling him Daniel. I am like the people who call Mike and Rob, Michael and Robert, like these latter day presences in their life do you call him to insist on something i used to say i just say my name is daniel because that's my name but i don't care what you call me like you call me dan or dan or whatever it doesn't matter but no once yeah (laughs) and does he and mike (laughs) does he call you (laughs) you didn't quite let yourself do it i didn't do it uh, does your dad go by Dan or Daniel or Danny or something? Uh, never Danny. That's the thing for him. That's not a thing for me. Nobody calls me Mikey because of a couple of fat lips over the years. Not really. <laughs> I don't care. I think people just like don't do it. Um, but Dan Cassidy is his name. Like that's a pretty well, established that's a good name, thing. Though. That's a yeah. really good name. Yeah. I think I'd stick with Dan if my last name was Cassidy. Dan's. Yeah, Dan Cassidy, good name. This is him right here. Should I take it off the wall? Sure. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. See Patreon. See Dan Cassidy. 
See, Daniel. Well, wow. Is and, he on the uh, shoulder the of, of that, that guy? Group, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not on his shoulder, but he is like standing like on a loading dock or something. What, what's the name of that band, Mikey? Uh, sorry. Um, Just for the viewers, listeners at home. That's so awesome that, that Peter Weir had that picture of my dad up here. Just like uh, Coppola did last time I was here. He had pictures of my dad on his wall, too. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that brass quintet name is Jive for Five. Oh, that's right. This was in one of the quizzes, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last time we did the band yeah. name thing. That's right. Um, now we have proof. It's true. Listen, I need to talk to you guys. It's not really proof. I mean, we don't know what his dad looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. And we don't even know that that's necessarily Jive for Five. We could have just seen a real drive for five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Listen, I want to talk to you guys about Poshmark. You might be familiar with Poshmark. Poshmark is a super. Do you guys sell stuff on Poshmark, Paul? No, I just. um, uh, We call them. uh, It was the beauty mark on one of the most beautiful Spice Girls. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the most beautiful Spice Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, that is a Poshmark. This is a different Poshmark, no relation. However, I bet you could find Spice Girl stuff on Poshmark. Download the app. It is super great for selling stuff. It's great for buying stuff. Snag a bargain. You can get Lululemon, Nike, Louis Vuitton for up to 70% off. There's tons of lightly used or brand new items with tags on Poshmark. Shop for your next event or vacation on Poshmark. Shipping is super fast. The app, download the app because it is so easy to use. Um, there are celebs on there. Perhaps the one we just mentioned, I don't know, who have stores or they have closets up and running. I have a lot of stuff I would like to sell. Poshmark is where I'm going to do it. Listeners of Alice Rosen's new best friend get $10 off your first purchase. Just enter the invite code New best friend 10 when you sign up. Again, that invite code when you sign up is new best friend 10 when you sign up. That's invite code new best friend 10. I also want to talk to you guys about apostrophe. I don't know if you've noticed, but my skin looks beautiful. Um, and if you're yeah. not able to see this, just trust. I mean, glowing clear i had these dark spots that i have faded um so apostrophe is this great company they they specialize in acne products but you can also uh go to them if there's some other skincare concerns that you want to tackle like reducing redness wrinkles and dark spots um it is uh it's they connect you with a board certified dermatologist and they sell you science backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Um, so I had been wanting to try Retin-A because I heard it's great for fine lines and, and things that I mean, I'm far too young to possibly be dealing with. And yet I wanted to try it anyway. Um, and so I used apostrophe and it's great. You take a quick quiz, you take three pictures two profile pictures and a straight on picture. Um, you, you receive a message saying your board certified dermatologist has reviewed your treatment plan and then you can write back if you want. And I asked her, Dr. Maggie, I actually, I know her last name, but for some reason I'm hesitant to say just cause I don't know if she wants her privacy. I don't know. But anyway, so I'll call her Dr. Maggie. 
Um, and I, on my own, I said, after I'd been using it for a little while, I said, can we go up in concentration? And she said, she like reviewed my thing, looked at my pictures, complimented my progress and said, sure. So anyway, it's super duper duper easy. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash best friend when you use our code best friend. This code is only available for our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash best friend and click begin visit. Then use our code best friend at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe.com slash best friend. So A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash best friend and use that code best friend to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. That's a good deal. Okay. So I have, I found an article which has, um, article. a bunch of, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that again. I found an article article oh i love it an article drop which has the pronunciations of a bunch of words that are pronounced pronounced (laughs) that are pronounced different depending on it's got regional pronunciations so i thought that'd be fun to go through and see if uh how we all say them but first i have tell me if you guys are with me on this and you don't have to be um okay so as everyone knows, and I feel like it is my thing, I host a podcast. So if I discover that someone who is a celebrity follows me and I don't follow them, I think to myself, I bet this person would want to be a guest on my podcast. Is that a leap that I should not be making? Because let's just say a, a famous celebrity, an actor, a, um, a comedian a noted sleepwalker Ooh. follows yeah. follows me and I, I wasn't following him and I saw he followed me and he has a podcast and I'm like oh I bet I bet he wants to come on my show and I reached out to him crickets and I feel like maybe I made a leap that I for example in high school well if, careful if, if you're hearing crickets that means he might be sleepwalking <laughs> in the same way that in high school and younger if someone, yeah, oh, he's here. If someone of the opposite, he's look here. out, look out, look out, <laughs> splash, boing. If the someone of, flew him here, right? If in when I was young, if someone of the opposite sex paid any attention to me at all, including just talking to me and making eye contact, I suspected what maybe maybe I have a shot with them. Maybe they have a crush on me, and I feel I've done the podcast <laughs> version of that. <laughs> I think, uh, how many people does he follow? I think that's a big tell. Is, is there one of those people that follows thousands of people? Oh, Allison, I, yeah. l- look, I don't think you're wrong in the least. Thank you. you, you yeah, yeah, that's what, that, follow- that's what you, I mean. You, it's like, it, if, if, if it's not an absurd amount of people that he follows, then I would agree with that. Yeah. Let's find out. My phone is a little What's, what's the over under here? Yeah. What's the number that makes him cool? Or just a jerk? No, I don't think. I, I, I think no matter what, Allison, I agree. I agree that uh, it invites the question at the very least. Like I don't think it's an unwelcome thing to ask. I think so you're right. Even if you don't hear back, like it's not like you messed up. So okay, he follows. L- 
It's in the 1300s. That's pretty high. It's you not insanely high. high but I don't it's think that's high. that high, but that's because I follow like, I don't know, 1500 or something. Well, don't you do it like, isn't it like the, the uh, ratio to the following? Well, he has over 200,000 followers. Like, at that point, you're not looking at the feed, though, probably. If you're following that many people, like, how can you. Yeah. Let's see Wait. how many I'm following. Oh, see, how I'm many fo- followers does he have? Did you say? Over 200,000. President Obama only has over 200,000 <laughs> followers. You right? <laughs> if it's the guy I'm thinking of, he he has his own podcast and he right. has a book coming out. So Yes, might, so I was like he I bet he would like to come on my show to promote that. But yeah. again, crickets. Huh. Um, he's back. Did you try um Oh, look out, look out. he's walking down to the street. I should. Yeah. <laughs> or or cricket in Times Square, if anyone remembers that one. Yeah. Might be Our, worth just uh, checking those. <laughs> Who's Cricket in Times Square? That was a book that I read in fifth grade, and I don't remember oh. who it's by. I thought that was like the singing naked cowboys. <laughs> oh my god, that or would the, be amazing. They the should... Cricket in Times Square was the original pizza rat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um <sighs> Where's Pizza Rat today? You know? He's here. You know what? He's doing pretty well for us. Screwing <laughs> up my leg, of course. <laughs> Uh, hand me that slice boy yeah what's he yeah what's he doing right now he's screwing up my back <laughs> yeah he's doing the tango in my kitchen wait what was there was okay, some Dennis joke Miller. there was I some thought you were gonna say un- underpants or pants uh kitchen was there was some joke that's like what has eight legs you know 50 teeth and is that I don't, I don't know, but it's crawling up your yeah. neck. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> what, what, what was That's it? Good one. Uh, I mean, maybe it's one of those like kind of variation style jokes, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's like what has two hundred legs? Yeah, five hundred eyes. Your mom's filled- beautiful smile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this word quiz thing tony plays something to indicate a word quiz thing mm-hmm. tony baxton <laughs> i do the word quiz perfect to spice it up i am going to just dis- posh what <laughs> posh spice it <laughs> up to, spa- to posh spice up i am going to describe <laughs> the word without saying it and you guys have to guess good. so that Wait, i don't so- yeah. You're describing a word, and we guess what the word is, and then we all say how we say it. Yeah, and then we all right. right. I right. feel yeah. like I'm going to struggle right. with this because I feel like anytime someone says, "How do you say this word?" then I'm like, "Wait, I don't know. How do I say that?" When it's one of these, so we'll yeah, see, we'll see what happens here. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, this first one is uh, if you're if you've been found uh, if you've been arrested, you definitely don't want to talk to the feds until you have this person near you. Lawyer. Yes. Tony, how do you say this word? Lawyer. Okay. Does everyone here say lawyer? Lawyer. 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 Okay. Because some people say lawyer. Lawyer. Okay. Who? No, I I say in the South. In the South. That is exactly right. I've never heard. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, really? My eighth grade teacher, Margot Sorensen, said lawyer. And she also said Tom Sawyer. 
But that was yeah. great. Uh, Teacher sounds dumb. Shut up. Um, and I think she was actually smart. Okay. <laughs> the next one, it is the thing on top of your house, above your head. Not roof. the ceiling. That's right. Do we all yeah. say roof? We're not from Boston. We say roof. 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 I've de- I have heard people say roof, though. Yeah, roof. Who court- says roof? Roof. This is from Besides Word Dog. <laughs> WordGenius.com, and it says, in the western part of the country, particularly noticeable in California, which is weird to me, it's pronounced more like rough. I've, I've not heard a rough out here. I, I live with somebody who says rough. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's got four legs and covered in yellow fur and her two legs. <laughs> and she's crawling up your neck right now! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one is what a chicken lays. Egg. Oh. <laughs> egg. 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 Uh, egg. Yeah. Egg. How else? How else does someone say egg? So you can say it like egg, a y g, or like egg. Uh, oh, oh, like it? It's the uh, split that I have and me and Mike have from our neck of the woods. The b a g of it all. Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, but it's 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 with egg. It's just a. People can go egg or ag. Ag. Yeah. Is what you're saying. That one's pretty minor. Egg or Scrambled egg. eggs. Egg Scrambled or eggs. egg. Egg yeah. or egg. That's a slippery one. I say egg, which apparently egg. is, while most people pronounce egg or egg with a short E, some northerners, those who've come in contact with Canadian accents, pronounce it with a long A sound like egg. That's egg. what I pronounce it, though. I know we're all kind of the same. All right. Well, I, 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 I never, I never even use that word. I always go like early zygote, early human. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, pre, um, pre-human, pre-zygote. Right. I get two early humans over easy with bacon. And, uh, in, in Canada, they pronounce it egg. <laughs> egg. Egg. Isn't that egg, how fa- how Fonzie pronounces egg. it? Egg. Are there any? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there any places that just pronounce both G's? Yeah, really, really hit both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay is uh, yeah. always pronouncing the egg without it. I thought our egg delivery man had a stutter, but uh, he was just describing the product. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one is a. Uh, 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 a confection, and um, I'm trying to th- like it's a burnt sugar confection or a cooked sugar confection. Meringue. No, that's egg. Can, can you spell it? Yeah, C A R A M E L. Ah, ah, caramel, caramel, caramel. I say caramel. I say caramel, caramel now, but I grew up saying caramel. I will say that I haven't said that word in years, I don't think. I never say that word, but... You got to live your life, man. I know, I know, man. I know, COVID, man. COVID took me away from saying caramel. (laughs) I always do it from the Bible verse, that a man with riches is like less likely to get into heaven or more likely to get into heaven than a a caramel through the eye of a needle. (laughs) I I know, it really points out the hypocrisy of today's... Religious uh, yep. dessert eaters. Um, okay, so we found. Well, this is interesting. 
Michael and Paul, you're from the same town, right? Same uh, same uh, area of the state. Right, yeah. same area of the state, and yet you say it Iowa, differently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've always Ooh, said caramel. Um, I thought that caramel was more of like an out here. I heard people say it more. Here's how often I say, we say the word caramel. Caramel, I don't know. Maybe I do say caramel. I I've never, I've never heard Paul say this in my life until just now. Really? But he worked for 20 years. Didn't he work at Blue Bunny Ice Cream? Indeed. Yeah, but I would always say, uh, give me some of that light brown ribboned (laughs) candy. Give me the brown ribbons. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you mean caramel? I'm like, no. Uh, In the Northeast, (laughs) in the Northeast, caramel is usually pronounced with three syllables and an air sound on the first. In the Midwest and the West, it's most often pronounced with two syllables and a car sound at the beginning. Speaking of two or three syllables, we recently. Wait, wait, but where do they do two syllables in the A? Because that's what I do. Caramel? Wait, you say caramel? Caramel. That's not an option. (laughs) (laughs) You're out. You lost. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's what's all of this stuff. I, I Daniel, I feel you know, with all of this stuff. It's kind of like the beauty of language, man, mm. is that it's fluid. That's right. That's right. Who's got these rules putting down on how to pronounce these words? I mean, I guess this test is embracing that people do it differently. They're not saying there's only one way. No, but inadvertently they're alienating Daniel. Yeah, because there yeah. is a wrong way, and that's definitely it. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we. Watched slash rewatched Sopranos recently, and I found oh, myself irritated by the what? You guys heard of the show? The Sopranos? Oh yeah, I don't yeah, know I if you've heard it. it. It's really good. Oh um, sure. So anyway, uh, Doctor Melfi, the way she says family, she says family. It's three very distinct syllables, and I am not an online troll. But if I were, I would be on the Sopranos or Sopranos subreddit talking about it because it bothered me. To, how many syllables is family for you? Five. Family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so sassy. Oh, that's, that's very Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, guys, we just have 45 more words. Now, <laughs> we actually have a lot, so let me just get choose the best ones. Okay. The 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 uh, night clothes that your children might wear, you could wear them too. Armor, armor, <laughs> jam jams. Tony, how do you the say PJs? See, I think this is one that I I maybe say both. I feel like sometimes I'll say pajamas. Sometimes I might say no. Actually, I think I do always say pajamas. Maybe yeah. every now and then pajamas might sneak out, but then it like I feel Pajam- snobbish or something when it comes out. Oh, that really? Way. Yeah. That's how I feel about this next one, aunt or aunt. Because I say aunt, and aunt to me sounds like, oh, okay, hoity-toity. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. But I say pajamas. It seems like a UK thing, pajamas. I I think aunt was how I was brought up to say it, but then I changed it to aunt consciously because she's not an aunt. I changed it when that movie Aunts came out. (laughs) Daniel, I've never heard you say <laughs> aunt. <laughs> was that the one with Woody Allen? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. An animated movie about aunt. Dobbin Foley <laughs> was in the other one. <laughs> Daniel, I've never heard you say aunt. Daniel. 
Yeah. Well, that's because I don't talk about aunts all that often. <laughs> Are you sure up. you say aunt? Like, I think I probably you, go back and forth. If, you, if I'm not thinking about it, I say aunt. But if I'm thinking about it, I go, no, she's not an insect. She's an aunt. <laughs> literally, literally never heard you say that. Okay. Now. How many? Uh, yes, and. That's I don't. Do yes, aunt. Yes, aunt. <laughs> yes, aunt. <laughs> okay. The, it's a nut. And it, a popular Thanksgiving pie is based around this nut. Oh, How do you, mm-hmm. that one I go back and forth on. Me too. This is like an uh, emphasis situation. Yeah, pecan. yeah I, I'm all pecan, but that first syllable gets the gets the heat sometimes, huh? Pecan. Pecan. I don't know what I pecan, say. Pecan. Pecan. It's like saying pecan. TV. I feel like there's. I feel like there's three. What's the third? Pecan. Pecan. Oh yeah. And pecan. And pecan. People say pecan too. Yeah, I say pecan. Pecan. I no, I, I say, say pecan pie. Pecan. pecan. Pie. Yeah, pecan. You know what I say? I say, no, thank you. You look like little vaginas baked on top of a pie. Oh, my God. I never, <laughs> I never saw it that way. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, though. It's pretty good. I don't like it. That's Don Cassidy's, Don Cassidy's <laughs> favorite kind of pie is pecan pie. It's great. That's for real. You know, the Pe- trombonist from Drive for Five. Been over oh, yes, yes. Or so you say. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think this is my caramel. I don't think I'm finding myself saying pecan too much. Um, this is my caramel. Okay, well, just just one more. But Paul, a question: Is your is the only problem you have? This is really snack chat when you think about it. Is the only problem you have with it that it looks like little vaginas on a pie or? Because there's a lot of other issues I could imagine. Like I also the- don't like the taste. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like when uh, you hate somebody's personality, and then it just kind of like, uh, and then you start helps to- that you also hate how they look. Yes. Snapchat. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you hate how they look first, and then it seeps into their how you feel about their personality? Ugh. <sighs> There's people who I meet and I go, this person has a face of like they're an asshole or something, and I have to. That's my hangup. I got to get over the fact they they didn't have they didn't get to choose their asshole face. Yeah. <laughs> now, would you prefer pecans if they looked like assholes? <laughs> oh, like if a Cheerio? Walnuts, you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a Cheerio. That's baked into a like pie a chocolate Cheerio. Like an asshole. Yeah. Um, I know everyone, <laughs> even people who aren't listening, want me to move on, but I can't. But do you like the taste of caramel or caramel? Because isn't that kind of the taste of pecan, pecan pie? This makes me sound like a picky eater. Uh, you're, it's just because you're asking me. I, I don't like caramel either. That's okay. I kind of get that, man. Like, that's not an ingredient I'm seeking out. I don't, if it's in stuff, I'm all for it. That's fine. If it's in a Buster Bar from DQ, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. If it's mixed in with something, but I'm not going yeah. like, "Ooh, I gotta go out and get me a candied apple tonight." Yeah. <laughs> but my teeth, like it, it, it seems like it's work on my teeth, like a candied apple, like a caramelized apple. It's just too. It's getting in my teeth. What about messy. like a, it's, a dulce de leche something? Mm. It's a uh, messy sweet or flan. Dulce al cielete. <laughs> uh, I'm out of there. <laughs> Butterscotch. 
but or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's if 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 there was a woman who collected whiskey and you liked her but you didn't like her collection, she'd be a butterscotch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, very good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's the last one. Um it's a it's a it's a a thing that kids use to draw and it's made out of wax. Blood. Cream. <laughs> cram. I say cran. Like I say one cram. 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 Yeah, it's cram. one syllable. You don't pass through that Y though. Cram. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might every now and then put a put a like almost like a half syllable of, uh, like cram. That's what like, I have. You know that's what I mean? how I do the word p o e m. <laughs> to me, that is it's one and a half syllables. Yeah, poem. Yeah, poem. Poem. Huh. I can see that. Po- as opposed to poem. Yeah. Yeah. Poem is a little. It's just too much. Yeah. So wait, Paul, are you the word itself? Are you crayon as well? Just just one syllable? Crayon. Like cranberry. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. You guys, I know that it seems like we're so different. <laughs> yeah. So disparate. Yeah. But we're really pretty similar. The cranberries would be a pretty good cover band name too. Like cranberries. Yes. That like they a, would like play kids' music. Cranberries for kids, yeah. Yeah. Like there's like a there's like a fish band that does like daytime like kids shows of fish. What are they called? Uh, great question. I actually don't remember. This was like six years ago. I think it's fish. F I think they might be fish. Yes. How do you guys feel about fish? No offense to the fish heads listening, because I have been to a fish show and I think I listened to them a bit, but I, I would not want to revisit. That's music that I was into at that time in my life because of peer pressure, I'm going to say. But I don't think it's for me. <laughs> I never got into them like independently, but our pal Harris Whittles was, I know. was, 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 a, was a, a strong influence. And I think because of him, it's very fun to go to shows still, even though... I'm not familiar with the discography to the in, <laughs> to the same degree that everyone around me is. It's truly like a, a I've gone to a couple concerts and it's truly like a church for me, which is like I'm uh, opposed to it. But when I'm there, <laughs> I'm surrounded by a group of people who are all like saying the words together and moving their hands in the same way. I'm just like. Well, it makes me really happy you guys are all happy, and I'll I'll join in for now. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. The shows I've been to have been really fun. I'm not queuing up their music uh, very often to just, like, no. spin here. Yeah. Know, and I would say, what I'd say to Harris is, like, they got no hooks. They have no hooks. There's nothing, like, fun to listen to their music because they has a good riff. Yeah. And he was like, no, here's the thing, man. Yeah. And they have, their songs have a bunch of a bunch of great hooks. And I'm like, that's the problem. The bunch of just one great hook. Yeah. Well, and I do think it's, it, I do think it's diminutive. It diminishes them to call them just a jam band because they're truly, uh, finally, there's very highly skilled musicians that are playing very precise music. Uh, well, and it sounds like jam band English. music. Yeah, and it's hard to distinguish between jam and jelly constantly. <laughs> yeah, it might be jelly music. 
I can't tell. <laughs> I'm always seated so far away. I can't see what he spread on his guitar strings. Do you remember when Squirrel released uh, their own jam band? It had like fungus and stuff in it. That that kind of like hipster restaurant squirrel, they released a jam band that had a bunch of mold and stuff in it. Yeah, it was like a, a rubber band filled with jam, and we're seeing this through. Nobody's stopping us. So that restaurant squirrel, question. this restaurant squirrel made their own jam, and the, it had all this like mold in it. And it's funny that you maybe you, if you guys are from L.A., you didn't hear it, because I heard this story was most popular in New York, because it was like the great LA story to share. Like, could you? They make their own jam in restaurants, and it's filled with mold. This. Let's go edit the New York Post, baby. <laughs> this bit, or whatever this is, is like a fish song, and that I can't find the hook. <laughs> There's so There's much. Allison, you don't get it. We did a bunch of different. <laughs> Different hooks, all, all in the same. Give me one. <laughs> and it all sucked. Wait, okay. Just like fish, it all sucked. Was there a, yeah. really a restaurant named Squirrel? Yes. There yeah. is a restaurant it, named Squirrel. And S-Q-I-R-L. I oh, like some kind of computer code or something. Or like Mail or Damon. <laughs> um, Ooh, that'd, uh, be a good, that'd be a good bar name, Mail or Damon. Mail or Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon gets free drinks. <laughs> Ooh, if he dresses up like and a Norman Mailer. Yes. <laughs> so wait. So they actually made their own jam and it had mold in it. Yeah. How did That's the truth. How did I miss this? It I, I think it was the You don't right get jam COVID. meat anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> I forgot to renew. <laughs> I forgot to renew my. People always give me shit, and I I get jam beat for the article. Well, they kept getting delivered down in my lawn, covered in jam. <laughs> I did like the inserts with the samples for jam. Sticky, mm-hmm. yes, but it, it was like the like you could smell a, a perfume, but you could just lick a little like a little yes. a stripe of jam. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually I would open it up and then rub it on toast. Yeah. Uh, just to yeah. just to get the taste. Yeah, if I had a big like job interview, I would go down <laughs> and I would get some toast and I'd put the jam on it and have a good breakfast. Yeah, and then I would rub interview. the the jelly toast into my armpits like uh perfume. <laughs> Is that how perfume works? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it on bread. <laughs> put it in your armpit. Yes, that's how you. That's how you don't get too much. It used to be that you would walk right through the jar of jam, but now you put it on bread first and just put it on your pulse oh, yeah. points. Um, Guess who put that out? Big bread. <laughs> that, like big bread is it? Oh, interesting. Big bread is having low stocks. Then all of a sudden, we're being told that bread is the best way to apply perfume. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yeah. Bread almost like went bankrupt. People didn't need to stop eating bread. <laughs> they had to come up with something. <laughs> well, they only had really one great idea. <laughs> yeah, slicing it, right? Yeah, they haven't really been able to top that. <laughs> it's time. Do you think they're looking for someone to come in? Like the same self-starter who's flying a plane right now needs to go yep. to the bread factory and yeah. rock their world. Cubed, cubed bread. They're like, it's croutons, you asshole. Yeah. Ah, back to the drawing board. Yeah, most bread applications have been done. 
Yeah. Just the crust. <laughs> Breadsticks. Yep. That's or right. like crumbs, breadcrumbs. We already got it. Just like a bag of sliced bread that's been like just beaten into the ground a bunch of times. Yeah, kind of like pigeon meal. Ooh. <laughs> Wait. Pigeon meal? What's, what's pigeon meal? Like cornmeal, but uh, the meal you give pigeons. Or made or- out of pigeons. Oh, 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 yeah. Yes. Wait. Love it. What about crustless bread? That's kind of crust uncrustables. Oh. Or those crustable little sandwiches, right? Yeah, but they are. Those little kind of like pinched (laughs) sandwiches with no crust. That is what those are, yeah. What about circular bread? Ooh. Nice. Well, uh, bring in the fire. The check is in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, let's not keep giving it away. Let's... Yeah. Right. These are ideas you have to hold under lock and key. Yeah, That's we got to right. keep this in the think tank. Yeah, don't anybody get the word out about circular bread. <laughs> or <please>. crustless <laughs> bread that's not uncrustables. Listen, you guys, <laughs> I need to tell you about something that I'm passionate about, and it is Olive and June's manicure system. Um, it comes with everything you need to do a home manicure. So if you, if again, I refer you to my Instagram feed because you can see the manicures that I've been doing myself. I didn't do my nails for the entire pandemic. I'm not really a do my nails myself person, but then I received the Olive and June Manny system and I watched a video on their website and I'm like, okay, I think I can do this and I think it would be fun. And I gave myself a manicure and then it dried and I took my kids to school, which involved putting, it was just Elliot at that point, it involved putting Elliot in and taking him out of his car seat. And the manicure, not a gel manicure, just regular manicure survived that. And I was like, okay, I've become a true believer. And then since I have um, used, oh my gosh, I'm Stellar is the name of like a sparkly white. I pretty much only wear light or dark. So my first one was pink sands, light pink. Then I did sparkly white called Stellar. And then I did a dark red called Obsessed. And I just took it off today so I can do a new one. Um, it really is a game changer. And I, I was doing some research. So I'm like, how is it that it doesn't chip? I don't understand. And it, they, these nail polishes have a higher concentration of resin than some of your other nail polishes. So that is the secret. That is how it is that it like wears almost like gel. It is crazy how uh, how how long these manicures last. Um, so, like I said, I'm 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 a total convert. Getting beautiful salon perfect nails at home is now a dream come true with Olive and June. Your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com/bestfriend and use code bestfriend for twenty percent off your first Manny system. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's oliveandjune.com/bestfriend. Code bestfriend for twenty percent off your first Manny system. Oliveandjune.com/bestfriend. Code best friend. Uh, and then I also want to tell you guys about Embark. You have certainly heard me talk about the Embark breed and health kit. This is a, a DNA kit for your dog. And it's very easy. It's just a cheek swab. So it was very easy for Wendy. And I, so Wendy's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. I knew that it was going to come back saying she was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, which it did. But 
there's all this other information that came back as well that was invaluable, uh, stuff like what, so they, they test for certain health conditions and you can find out if your dog is a carrier, which she was not, thankfully. And then also you can be connect, there's like a, 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 I don't want to say social media. It's not social media, but you can be connected to relatives of your dog. So I get these little alerts anytime one of Wendy's relatives, uh, you know, signs up for Embark and has a, I can find their profile and then I can communicate with them. Jackie Johnson, who's Chooch, she found out what, what Chooch is, uh, is made of in the dog, in the dog sense, like what breeds, uh, make up Chooch. And then she also found a relative of Chooch's. She posted photos of them. They both crossed their paws in the same way. It's so cute. Um, it's really more thir- there's So there's a few, you know, there's some competitors out there and Embark is much more thorough than the others. Um, whereas the others might say your dog is these three breeds. Embark is just, it's more thorough. It's more comprehensive. So you will find out what your dog is in more detail. Learn your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Right now, Embark has an offer on their breeding health kit for our listeners. Go to EmbarkVet.com to get free shipping and save $50 off your Embark breed and health kit with promo code BESTFRIEND. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save $50 today. And take it from me, Gru. I use it on the minions. <laughs> I, I have to warn anyone who uses it, though. If you get connected to your dog's relatives, they might start hitting <laughs> you up for treats. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had you know, to say no, and like I felt awkward. Felt bad. Yeah. Um. That's when I COVID pulled was out. Tough for everybody. I don't know what to tell you. That's actually. That's what you can use the un- the bread for. That's oh, it. yes. That's perfect. I would like to say hello and welcome to our new patrons. I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com. Patreon. If you sign up for a year, you get two months free. So 12 months for the price That's of 10. Deal. It's a good deal. Listen to Renee. All right. Let's do it. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Hello and welcome, Dan Man. Normally, I'm saying hello and welcome to more people, but this week it's just Dan Man. Dan Man, you did it, brother. You did it, it, Dan Man. Or Thank is it you. Dan? It might be Daniel Manuel. <laughs> That's right. Or it could be Danman. Danman. Dan Don Mon. Don Mon. Don Mon. <laughs> welcome. Um. Okay. Unlock the Don Mon. I need to ask a don't stop or will die question. And I feel like I probably asked this of you guys already, but I can't remember. So indulge me. The song about um, I've been trying to fuck that frog all summer. Mm-hmm. Lily yes. pad on your doorstep. I know that we've talked yes. about it before, but I was just recently listening to it again and I was cracking up again. What made you write this song? Oh, <laughs> uh, Mike and I. (laughs) Now the story is in the song. It's it's told from the point of view of somebody who suspects that their uh, lover is having an affair with a a, a, A certain hopper. Yeah, (laughs) a certain green hopper. Now, 
it's loosely based on the truth because what it was was Mike and I individually we were in relationships with frogs. <laughs> yeah. And we found out the frogs started having an affair with human females. Oh my god. Mm. We were fucking male frogs, and uh, we found out that they had late human lady partners. And the best way to process that grief was to write lily pad on your doorstep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like all great artists, we used our pain <laughs> to fuel our art. Well, I love it. Thank you. Thank you I'm for glad listening you like to it. And, and, and thanks for listening. That's, that's very kind. You guys have a, a, uh, a vinyl album out, do you not? It's true. In fact, that very song is imprinted onto so many vinyls. Uh, the album Dazzle Me came out. You can get yours at don'tstopperwilldie.bandcamp.com. Uh, yeah, it's great. We got it all mastered and released for or uh, mixed for record. And then uh, we uh, have some liner notes in there with some art. That's right. That's great. Well, yeah. I even have one right here. This Ooh, is what the ah. inside looks like. Ah. Ooh. Mike, you said that particular song is imprinted on so many vinyls, but is it on all of them? That, the Lilypad song is on each record. Okay, that good. Is our, that is our guarantee. We It's this weird thing. If you've never printed vinyl before, I never you send have. them a bunch of songs, and they're like, look, we'll, we'll fit as many songs on each one as we can. And <laughs> it's kind of a roll of the dice, but we made them promise that Lilypad is on every record. But just one side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's our first ever final. We don't really have much physical media these days, you know, the trees dying and all. And also, uh, it's, it's a huge thing to But do. it's cool. I think, Mike, we can say this. We always liked it to kind of be like a bonus surprise, but anybody who orders a vinyl... Um, it's delivered uh, to you to your door by the star of vinyl, Bobby Cannaval. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I thought you were going to say it's delivered by a frog, but I can oh, see yeah. where it's, it's too soon for you guys to hire a frog. Well, depending on what yeah. the climate is like, where you live, like if it's really hot, you might not do it. But if you live in a temperature where he can handle it, he will wear the frog costume and, and deliver it dressed like a frog. <laughs> wow! And, uh, so what's the what's the shipping time then? Three flies. <laughs> three life, to five flies. Lives of three flies. <laughs> what? Um, uh, but- it ships very quickly. It should ship within a week, and you get a digital download of the album also when you buy it. I was just That's wondering true. if if Bobby is delivering all of them. Yeah, it's How kind long? of a Santa Claus situation where we have this. We well, this is maybe I don't know how much time we have, but we found this kind of I guess magical dust. <laughs> And when you sprinkle it on Bobby Carnival or anything, really, they can traverse the world in a single night oh, wow. and deliver. Yeah, it. he's sneezing the whole time. He kind of has like a allergy to. Yeah, it. it's tough. We gotta we gotta dial it in a little bit for him. Um, but so when he delivers your record, he's he's probably gonna be sneezing while. But it does. that's how you know, sort of like the you know from Music Man, the Wells Fargo wagon is. Are coming down the right. like that's how you know your dazzle me album is almost there you hear bobby sneezing yeah now, is that yeah, is that how like the, the ice le- cream truck is that how the legend of uh columbus day eve uh started <laughs> where if you're if you've been yeah. good all year bobby carnival will deliver <laughs> vinyl to you yeah i think that's how that that old old uh legend from the ages began 
Yes. I remember when my I first heard about it. I was, gosh, I mean, I've known about it as going way back. Way, way, way back. Way back. Daniel, I forgot to tell you, mm. uh, and I should have told you, Elliot asked me the other morning, how does Santa Claus know if you've been good or bad? Ooh. And I and then he was asking more questions too. And by the way, looking for loopholes. Dan yeah. Daniel and I are pretty like unsure how much we want to lie to our child about Santa Claus, although we see we are doing it. We're going for it Santa Claus wise, but I don't know at this point. I th- I forget what I told him. I think I told oh I I told him <clears throat> the elves tell him. And then he back. said, but how do the elves see us? They're in the North Pole. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> they can tap into our phones. <laughs> they ask Jesus. <laughs> That's what I should have said. <laughs> Jesus is a narc. <laughs> Santa, Santa is rat. friends with God. Santa's friends with God. The elves are friends with Jesus. And, you know, they see you all the time doing what you're doing, yeah. little boy. And Mrs. That's Claus when you say is, that. That's when you lay that on him. Mrs. Claus yeah. is God, God is watching you every day, little boy. <laughs> every day. You got to have Santa's eyes on you every day of the year. Speaking of eyes, uh, and, and then we'll wrap up. There is this movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, with Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. It looks good, but... Does it bother anyone else that there was also another movie called The Eyes of Tammy Faye? Do you guys remember this? Yeah, the documentary. I loved that documentary. Yes. Why are they using I the think, name again? I think they are in they're using the documentary as inspiration for it, but it is confusing. Yeah. Uh and because it's a really good title. <laughs> That's probably what it is. It is. I love it. Yeah, it's such a good title, so but I don't know, uh, I, yeah, I feel like it should be like the the. I don't know. Just I, I kind of don't like exclamation um, points. Yes, oh. <laughs> Tamra. I I feel like it's a little bit like um. I don't know the the plane of the Tanya Hardings and stuff. It feels like some kind of weird version of like the um. Uh, you know how people don't, you don't wear fat suits anymore? Yeah. Like, sometimes I just don't like the kind of like, oh, oh Jessica Chastain is playing a Southern hick. <laughs> like, can you believe such a thing? It's like, can you believe? I Wait, it, are you saying like when Shalice, Shalice, Charlize Theron played that, um, what's her name? Warnos? That was the start of it, I think. Yeah. yeah. When it was like, Margot Robbie. But she gets credit for being the first. Yeah. There's something yeah, kind of yeah, classist yeah. about it. Like you're you're shaming someone for their class position. And kind of confirming. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say it's not the actors doing it. It's supposed to be kind of the gimmick of the movie a little bit is like, come see this glam woman. High class, be low class. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not some snowflake, okay? <laughs> okay, the, wo- <laughs> the woke police has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Tammy Faye Oh, yeah, thing. they don't use sirens because it's so loud. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> My delicate lips can't touch that coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like caramel, and I can't drink from a non-coffee mug. <laughs> Classic snowflake. 
I, I, but who remembers the Tammy Faye stuff anyway? That was such an '80s joke. It's like, uh, or yeah, I, I, I vaguely do. Is this? I feel like I remember her. I could be wrong, but I feel like when they first hit the scene, her name was Tammy Fade, and her thing was like <laughs> as she was talking. She was like, <laughs> She totally yeah. – her thing was pulling the Tammy <laughs> Faye. I thought that was originally her name, Tammy Also, Faye. Paul, I remember, too, when that first all happened, I was like, oh, my God, she has hit the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, Tammy I was like, Faye has, has hit the scene. I remember hit thinking, yes, yeah, she exploded onto the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it kind of dwindled yeah. off after then, she first hit the scene. And then after then it got she a little quiet. Talk, she yeah. just a little – yeah, the first few that. times I thought that um, something was wrong with my TV. Yeah, I thought something was wrong with my Tammy. Pull <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tammy Faye, uh, the documentary, Fab. The movie's going to be good too, maybe, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, have you seen how they have made her look? They've made a... a, a smoke show like jessica chastain they've they've frumped her up oh not since courtney cox was that fat lady on friends (laughs) i remember that remember that that i don't like that stuff i didn't like it at the time you know speaking of friends and i said i said i did my last speaking of and i said we were gonna wrap up and we are but I was thinking about Friends the other night, and I was thinking, how how well does everyone here know um, every single episode of Friends? Uh, I know well. I, I like Friends. It's not snobbiness. I just don't know every episode. Yeah, the same. Yeah, the same. Okay. Well, have you guys seen the one where Monica walks in wearing the turkey on her face, and then Chandler says, I love you? Mm. Is that the actual title? Because I know they did the the one where. <laughs> yes, it's the one where Monica walks in wearing the turkey on her face and Chandler's like, "I love you." It's a classic. <laughs> um, I have seen that one. Okay, yeah. so she puts the turkey on her head and then shows up in the doorway, and he's like, Haha, "You're so great. I love you." And she goes, "What?" But I was just thinking, could someone? Could someone really wear a turkey over their head? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you suffocate? Let's find I think out. Ask Mister Bean. <laughs> what did you say? Ask Mister Bean. Yeah, Mister Bean had to suffer through that. I think a couple. Oh, really? Times. <laughs> he had to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in order, I earned his. Bean I like part. to cook a turkey every Thanksgiving, maybe sometimes at Christmas, and I'll tell you that I think you would have to like. I think you would have to find a very special turkey to make this work. And I'm sure they did for friends. They have the... Like in Thailand? Yeah, they, they, you know, they have the full power of NBC at their backs. They probably got, searched the world for that turkey and found the one that had the Courtney Cox Did you see the documentary? Did you see the documentary about the worldwide search for the turkey that Monica (laughs) could put her head in? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's called The One With... The one about the uh, one where <laughs> Monica wears a turkey on her face and Chandler says, I love you. Yeah. The prequel. Yeah. 
That was almost as good as the eyes of Tammy Faye. You guys, this couldn't have been more fun. Once again, <laughs> yeah. it's been the most fun. Thank you so, so much. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you're subscribed or following or whatever the language is in your app of choice so you get the episodes automatically. You don't want to miss out. Tell your friends. Maybe you've already told them. Maybe it's time for you to tell them again that you enjoy the show. And also, please leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever it helps out the show. Follow me on social media, at Allison Rose on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to my other podcast, Childish. Um, you just got Fitz dogged. And uh, Paul, uh, where, might, wait, blah, 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 where might we find you? Please uh, plug whatever you would like to plug. Oh, yeah. Mike here and I, we have a, a podcast that we also do with Tony here. Uh, called Song a Week uh, with Don't Stop or We'll Die. And Mike and I present a brand new uh, fully produced song every Wednesday. Uh, it's it's a real hoot. We have a good time. Great. And um, Mike, what about you? <laughs> um, yeah, definitely check out Song a Week. Order some Don't Stop or We'll Die vinyl. And... Oh, we have a Patreon, right, Mike? Uh, yes, that's that. true. Yeah. Patreon.com slash... Patreon. Don't Stop or We'll Die for all the bonus episodes and our weekly songs a week are over there for download. We got, I don't know, we got 45 songs over there already. New to the pod. Yeah. Wonderful. Daniel? I got nothing to promote. You can just follow me if you want. No, whatever. Where would <laughs> we find you? Uh, my name, uh, at Daniel Quantz. Great. And Tony? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And uh, if you live in Chicago, I'll be there this weekend playing on Friday at Riot Fest with Motion City Soundtrack and then Concord Music Hall that night, also with Motion City Soundtrack. Hey. Nice. Thank you guys so much, listeners. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, do you know? and Rose and Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go.